0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another podcast of Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. And also this Sunday, I have my beautiful wife, Teresa, with me.
1: Good morning, everyone.
0: We have heard some good reports. We have been getting reports from people who are listening to our podcast and having their whole family sit down and share this.
1: That's great.
0: And also with Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney on YouTube, we're hearing the same reports that people are sitting down with their kids that uh, we don't even personally know. We know them through uh, Twitter Mm -hmm. or maybe through Facebook, but they're sitting down and they're sharing this whole thing with their family. Uh, I know we've got a couple in our church that sat down last Sunday and they went into uh, their bedroom and just had church. Praise
1: the Lord. That's awesome.
0: And that's what it's all about. Yes. Um, We're going to share at the end about YouTube, the YouTube channel and et cetera, what we're doing over there. But, we want you to know that God has directed me and a little different. Uh, we are hearing people preach doom and gloom right now in some areas, how this is from God in some areas. You and I have chosen to preach an up- uplifting message because we want people to see the goodness of God. Yes. And how God can uh, do things in their life even during this time of uncertainties that's going on in our, on our, on our planet in general. Mm-hmm. But we don't believe you and I don't believe that the, the virus is from God. We we just don't believe that. And also you homeschooled. I, I'll take a little credit every now and then, but we homeschooled our boys. And one thing that we did that I, I'm glad that we did, we, uh, we went through history with them and throughout the history of our country God has always protected it when the church now we're talking about the building we're talking about the universal church the people have decided to pray yes and people when they've done that God has begun to move and do great things so that brings us to the subject we're going to talk a little bit about today some people today is Palm Sunday you can listen to people preach some great message about that on Facebook on TV But God has dealt with you and I to to share about prayer today, and it was kind of uh, amazing. You asked me what I was going to talk about, and I came to you, so I felt like I need to talk about prayer, and God had been dealing with you about that also today.
1: Yeah. You were speaking on fear. We believe that uh, we don't have the spirit of fear. No. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the spirit of power and love and a sound mind and In regards to the virus that's going on i mean there's um, people have varying theories on it. Um, we do not believe that God sent the virus as a to teach the world a lesson you I mean it doesn't take a deeply spiritual person to look at our country and and see how far I think we have maybe moved away from yes we have our um, Fundamentals, but the key to it all is when God's people decide to refocus, turn their attention back to Him, He always moves, He always yes. protects His people. And you know, even in this scripture that I'm going to read, which is in Second Chronicles seven, thirteen through fifteen, I'm going to read it in the amplified
0: Well, let me let me go back and just put a little bit before you read this. Mm-hmm. We God can take the time that's going on right now and he can do supernatural things in people's lives and he can use this time that's going on right now and refocus the church back mm-hmm. to prayer which the Bible says we should be a house of prayer. Uh, We've been to a lot of other things besides that. Mm -hmm. God can use this time to get families, which has went through a lot. I mean, when the divorce rate is as much in the church as it is in the world, God can unite families back together in this time. And that's what our hope is. We want to see families come closer together during this time, but also church families and our country turn back and worshiping God like they should. And that's what this scripture talks about a little bit.
1: Verse 14 is is kind of where I want to pick this up. And it says, And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, which means to crave or require as a necessity, my face and turn from their wicked ways Then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. It takes God's people to come together to pray, and then the healing comes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so important at this time, that we take this opportunity maybe to focus um, God's people on prayer. Mm-hmm. And what can we do, Pastor?
0: What? Well, there's there's a couple things. Is you know we we all have bad habits. Yeah. That we do. You know, I love to eat, so that's a bad habit. If I don't exercise, and sometimes eating bad food is not good for you when you are exercising. But there's one habit you need to have. Well, there's a couple, but the one we're talking about today, we all need to have a habit of praying on a constant basis. Yes. And a lot of people right now are furloughed from their work mm-hmm. or they're working from home. So that means when it comes lunchtime, they're with their spouse and their kids. Why not use some of that time to begin to cultivate your prayer habit again and yeah. begin to nurture that? And there's an important thing that we, we at Real Life have talked about, but it's in James. And it talks about uh, James chapter 5. It talks about Elijah. He was a man just like you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, same nature we were. He could smell and he could use the five senses. But the Bible says he prayed that it wouldn't rain. Then he prayed that it would rain. And when he prayed that it wouldn't rain, it stopped. Yeah. And then he had to pray again for it to rain, and it occurred. It shows you the power of prayer. That if a fervent person will pray, if someone that will begin to just to begin to seek God, we begin to see a lot of supernatural things begin to happen. Even with this situation we got going on around the world, and especially in the United States, and the reason I say especially because that's where we live, um, we could pray, and I believe we could see God move. Just think about if all of us just begin to pray yeah. together. Not pray, Lord, give me.
1: Yes. Lord,
0: I want. But Lord, it's time for this stuff to stop in Jesus' name. See, I believe in your prayer life, Your success and instructions are waiting for us. Mm -hmm. And not only should we be praying uh, for ourselves and praying for our church and praying, but we need to pray for those in authority. That's what the Bible talks about. We need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray for those in authority in our state Mm -hmm. and so forth. And ask God to give them direction on what they need to do during this specific time. But in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 it says,
1: Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints.
0: Well, here it says praying with all prayer means every order of prayer. The have five Bible says. I'll let you read that.
1: With all manner of uh, prayer.
0: Another translation says,
1: Praying with all kinds of prayer.
0: Prayer is essential. It says, and there's different kinds of prayer that mm-hmm. we as Christians could pray, and it did point out the one praying in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. If you're a Spirit-filled believer, you need to pray in the Spirit because when you pray in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will yes. of God. Yes. And right now, that's what I want people to pray. I want them to pray the perfect will, and if you're Spirit-filled, you can do that. Then anything else, if you're not, that's time. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from above. We need to begin to find Scripture and stand on those Scriptures and pray for our country, pray for wisdom, pray for knowledge so we as Christians can get and, and, and people can get through this. And I believe that if we're praying and we're praying earnestly mm-hmm. and it's not self-centered, it's God-focused, yes. that we'll begin to see God move supernaturally. And people will turn to Jesus I believe this could be some of the greatest times in our history to see people born again to the kingdom of God. And it's easy; people just got to accept Jesus as Lord. They got to believe He died on the cross, He rose the third day. They got to ask Him to forgive them of their sins and ask Him to come in to be Lord of their life. And if you do that, you're born again. He's you may not face feel face. your outward appearance be the same, but if you'll rely on that and ask Jesus to come in, it'll be amazing on what God will do. Now, the definition of prayer, I'm gonna let. My beautiful wife, share that with you real quick.
1: It's communication with God in a manner whereby He is able to get involved in earthly circumstances to effect change. Prayer is partnering with God.
0: Well, through, through the Word, baby, we can see that when people prayed, God moved. Yes. It opened up Him doing things on this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is waiting for us to say something so He can move. Because he is, we have that authority now. That's what he's given to us to do, and it's partnering. You know, you and I are married. We're in a we're in a partner relationship. Yeah. We're we're married. We're walking through this life. I, I'm glad that you are on this journey together. Uh, so, as you do that, when you think about that, it's the same thing with partnering with God. He's with us. Yes, He's here to help you and I. He's here to encourage us, to direct us, to help us get where we need to get to. And right now, it's focusing on what is going on on this planet with the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get up every morning. I'm usually the one that goes and does the run, run around stuff and pick up our food. Errands, yes. Yeah. Food, whatever we need to get done. And I just declare, Father, there's no virus that can come nigh me. It cannot, cut, uh, it cannot cross the blood of Jesus. And that's what's on my life and in me. Mm-hmm. So, but there's different types of prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that one of these is something that God dealt with you about, so I'm going to let you share a couple of different kinds of prayer, then share with the people what one thing that God really spoke to you about.
1: The different types of prayer, and we're not going to get into all of those today, um, and for future podcasts, we're going to go delve a little deeper into some of these. But I'm going to throw out, um, one would be supplication. Uh, The second one would be thanks, thanksgiving, praise. Uh, the third would be intercession. The fourth would be praying in the Spirit. The fifth would be a prayer of dedication. The sixth would be united prayer, mm-hmm. which is what you and I have focused on. And the last one would be prayer with fasting.
0: Well, we're going to get back on these. But one that I want people to do today before you get on the one that that Lord dealt with you about. When this podcast is over, I want people to, again, turn everything off. But maybe YouTube or have something praise and worship. And I want you to spend time thanking God and praising God in worship and in praise. Shout around your house. Now, real life, I want you to listen to me real close. Since Christmas, you have been coming down front in the church shouting, dancing, and praising and worshiping God. I want you to do that at home today. I want you, and if you don't come to real life, I'm asking you to do that at home. Let your kids, if you have kids, let your kids see you praising, worshiping God. That will bring peace to them, seeing that mom and dad are worshiping, praising God. Baby, go ahead and share that, what God put on your heart.
1: You were talking about earlier, um, about workers being furloughed and, and people being made to work from home. And for so long, my prayer had been for... A better work-life balance mm-hmm. uh, because when you work Monday through Friday, it takes a lot of your time, and you're so tired in your in your mind when you come home that it's it's hard to focus and do other mm-hmm. things. But I have been blessed to be able to work from home. I still have my job, and I'm very thankful. But Pastor, you would think that that would have freed up more time for me to seek God. But what happens is we get so bogged down with what's going on around us and we're letting the fear that's being preached to us daily on news broadcasts and the doom and gloom, we let it weigh down on us. and, And you're praying, but you're not really getting in His presence. It's more of an oh God type prayer instead of oh God, loving, seeking. Yes, and saturating. Just, yes, and just like when I was reading in Second Chronicles, when it said humbling yourself and praying and seeking, craving Him, requiring Him as a necessity, it's vital that we yes. seek Him, that we get into His presence. It is so crucial. That when we get into that type of prayer, the United Prayer, the corporate prayer, the body of Christ humbling themselves, getting on your face before God and not crying out, "Oh God, oh God, getting on your face and worshiping him, focusing your attention on him with praise and worship and just and see what he'll do for us. Yes. Acts 1 and 14 in the Amplified says, all these with one mind and one purpose were continually devoting themselves to prayer. And it says waiting together. Prayer's not just about putting out that long list of things that you want God to do for you. Mm-hmm. It's waiting together. It's communication, just like you said. It's partnering with God. Mm-hmm. Our partnership is you speak, I listen, I speak, you listen. Yes. It's the same thing with our prayer life.
0: Yes. I was to say that. I was <laughs> to say that. Go ahead. You,
1: you pray, listen after <laughs> you pray, and, and and hear what God would speak to you. <laughs> Worship Him. That's good. Today, we spent probably 30, 35, 40 minutes in His presence, and... It takes a building up. Mm-hmm. You have to get into his presence first and empty out all of yourself and all of your fears and all of your doubts just by letting them go mm-hmm. in his presence. And then just start worshiping him, praising him. The, the one song that's been amazing to me is it's called Waymaker by Stephanie Gretzinger. And if you will put Look that up on YouTube. It's about a 28-minute long video. That's yeah, one
0: that we listened to. Today. Oh
1: my gosh, it's so amazing. And that song says he's the waymaker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper, and he's a light in the darkness. And if we can focus on that and know that he's got us, this yes, he got our
0: back. This, this did not come up in my accident.
1: No, he, he knew it. He knew that this was coming. And he, he's just waiting on us to seek him.
0: Well, and I believe that people maybe not, they maybe not known what was coming, but some people, you were know. Were stirred. They were stirred and they started saving back a little bit and doing things, knowing that this could be approached, something like this. But that, that what you were talking about, the, uh, the, the video, listen to that. Listen to the testimony mm-hmm. that the, the guy who was singing it was giving. He was talking about his mom. They were about ready to be kicked out of their house. And he was listening. He got, he got woke up, and his mom was praying. And he thought that there was something going on with her, and she was thanking God for his faithfulness.
1: It wasn't tears of fear. No. It, they were tears of praise.
0: And to me, that's what we've got to do. You and I have got to praise our way out of this. In Colossians four and twelve, it says,
1: "Laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete, fully assured in all the will of God."
0: That's what I want to see. I want us standing in the perfect will of God, laboring, praying not just for ourselves, for for other people. Not just this ain't about us. It's Mm -hmm. about touching and ministering to the people out out maybe your neighbors. And you said something, baby. You said, you know, people praying and obeying God, listening. Mm-hmm. We all need to listen. Maybe your neighbor's praying and asking God for something. They need something, and maybe you have extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you got extra toilet paper. Maybe you've been one of those people that grabbed a bunch. Maybe your neighbor needs some. Yeah. Listen to the voice of God. Maybe you think they have everything they want, but maybe they need something, and you have. Maybe you can set it at the end of the driveway to keep your distance. And say, hey, I put something out your driveway. Come and get it. Yeah. Um, one thing that we've heard, you and I have heard through for a long time, is push. Yeah. Praying until something, something happens. happens. We need to keep praying and praising, worshiping, until we have a release. Like this morning before we did this, we had a release. It was time to go ahead and do it because we had spent time in prayer preparing to share this because we believe it's going to touch people's lives. I like what Wesley said. Could you read that, please, baby?
1: Wesley said, It seems God is limited by our prayer life, that God can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks Him. God is inclined to move for the hungry, not necessarily the holy. You and I actually have more to do with our prayers being answered than God does.
0: I believe at this that. Point. I believe that. I believe that God is waiting for the people on this planet and say, it's enough. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this stops mm-hmm. and ceases according to the word of God. And, you know, uh, one of the Smithwood's words say that God will move over a million people just to get to you. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not just the holiest, the hungry. Mm-hmm. I want a move of God. I desire a move of God. And I believe that this could rekindle the fire of the church for lost souls. We've preached on everything but on how to develop Christians mm-hmm. and also on bringing people into the kingdom of God. We preached on everything else. And right now, to me, that should be the focal point. We need to get hungry again for what God is doing yeah. and what we want God to do in our lives. And that's just getting hungry and praying. Now, God give this. To me. I'm going to have Teresa read this. He gave it to me this years ago, this little saying. Go ahead, baby.
1: Powerful prayer undergirded by a strong faith is the arm that reaches into the spirit realm and takes whatever resources there to meet the need here on earth.
0: As you and I pray, I believe it extends one hand into the heavenlies. Mm -hmm. And you're here on the earth, and it brings heaven to earth. Yes. That's what your prayer life's about. Heaven
1: touching earth. Yes,
0: that's something that we as Christians need to begin to do. And as you spend time in the presence of God, it rubs off on you.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: I want people, when I walk out here and go and, and do our tasks that we need to be done around the area, um, I want people to sense something different about me. I want the neighbors in your neighborhood to sense something different about you. And they can mm-hmm. if you're going to spend time in prayer. you got to start acting like him, thinking like him. And when you spend time with him, that's what happens. Yeah. Instead of when you hear something on the news, you say, oh, no. Yeah. You say, oh, no, my God can take care of that. Yeah. Instead of just saying, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah. God has it under control. Prayer, go ahead and read that, buddy. Causes
1: more changes in people and circumstances than, than
0: preaching. We've got a lot of uh, preaching going on right now. We've got it on everything. You turn it on, you've got it on YouTube, you've got it on Twitter. But prayer is the key to this whole thing. Yeah. I remember uh, when we first got married. That um, I would spend a lot of time in studying. I mean, that was my my, my focus was just studying and studying. And you you set me down and you said, "Honey, you are studying a lot, and you can tell that. But you've got to surround that with prayer." And that's when my ministry began to change. When I began to spend time in God's presence. Yeah. So we we need to begin to do that. Prayer can go with people and affect them where they're at, where they are. Yeah prayer can affect you right at your house. Mm-hmm. It don't have to be at your church. Oh. And, and somewhat, I at looking at this, this is somewhat good for the church because we're getting out of the four walls.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is something that real life knows that I've been sharing with them for a long time. We got to get out of the four walls. The devil don't care what happens in those four walls. It's mm-hmm. what's happening outside those four walls. So I want to encourage you today to begin to share the gospel with people. If it's a share a verse on, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. let people see the beacon of hope is in Jesus, that you're the salt of the earth. Yes. So, baby, you got anything else you want to share?
1: No, I think just to wrap it up, just to kind of tie all the loose ends, is take some time this week to get in His presence. You know what music you have available, whether you have YouTube or you have some other... Um, Songs saved on your f- mm-hmm. your phone, or you would have just a, a radio channel that you enjoy listening to. Take some time and and get alone with Him, worship Him. Yes. Also take some time to instruct your family. Get together as a family and pray. Spend the, that quality time together. It's easy to kind of pull back and want to escape everything that's going on in the world and maybe seek after mindless things, playing games on your phone or watching videos or things of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that you can't do those things, but we do need to put him first.
0: As you were saying that, then we're gonna, like you said, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, When our boys were small, we would get together and have prayer together and Bible study a little bit. But it wouldn't just be me and you that done the Bible study. We would have them come with something from God. And we're talking about when they were five, six, seven, eight years old. And that was, to me, they came with some of the unique ways out of the Bible that I ever heard. Jordan's first sermon was with us. Jared shared some things. He always liked to talk about Jonah. Yeah. But those are some things that I remember, and you need those memories with your kids, and them talking about the Bible just makes me light up. Just remembering that. But listen, we're going to close this out today in a few moments with prayer. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for the first responders. Uh, Very quickly, do not forget to go over to YouTube and subscribe to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. I will be dropping a video over there this week about the blood of Jesus. Uh, then you and I will be back with our podcast next Sunday talking about prayer probably some more unless God directs us because you and I want to listen to God because they could be, God can direct us to talk about something else next week. You can also go over to Real Life Church. Now, if you're pulling this up on um, just pull it up online, you want to go with at Real Life Concord, or you can go over to at Rodney Emmons Ministries. Both of those are Facebook things, and you can keep up with things that you and I share on there and with the podcast. So let's, if you're with your family, take them by the hand, and let's pray and lift each other up. Heavenly Father, we come becoming your presence right now. Lord, I, I lift up everyone listening to this podcast. i lift up to the people that call Real Life Church their home. Lord, people that are listening to this around the world, I pray for them today, Father. I want them to know that they're loved, that they're being lifted up by me and Teresa. We pray for the first responders, Father. We pray for the police officers. We pray for people out here on the front lines. We speak, Lord, that according to your word, by the stripes of Jesus, they're healed. We pray for people in the hospital, Lord. We ask that you move. Lord, we pray for our president and for those in authority. We pray for scientists right now, Father, and lab people. We ask that you move supernaturally. And Lord, that you show them what they need to do to find a cure for this, Father. Something to help. Lord, we just thank you right now that you're moving supernaturally. And you're bringing peace, Father. Peace on people's lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And I want everybody to say amen. Amen. Teresa and I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney. And right now with Teresa, we love you and we care for you. And we're uplifting you in Jesus' name. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Bye.
1: Goodbye.